right, day 111. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And I'm Kim. <laughs> and remember, this is a podcast where we want you to see that the Bible is more like a window than a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God, not to look primarily at it and see us. All right, Esther 9 and 10, the end Last of the book. Yeah. yeah. Such a good so, yeah, book. Where are we? <laughs> so the last two chapters, actually very short, um, yeah. but it's interesting. Like we've gone through this entire time. One of the things that stands out, we talked earlier about coincidence. And one of the things that like even how wise and how intentional God is with as far as the Persian people are concerned, they tend to believe a lot in signs and omens and fate. And it yeah. seems like with all of this, the one thing that they would put their trust in fate, God has completely flipped right. the switch and he's behind the um, the way mm. that things worked out for the Jews. Yeah. He's behind how they were preserved. He's behind everything as far as, you know, how we talked about earlier with um, Vashti and how we see now how um, Esther ends up and the people, like one of the things that is interesting is that at the end of it, it talks about how the people, when they were going through, they defended themselves, but they didn't do it for financial gain. And so we see right. what Haman was trying to do was to control his fate, didn't work out. And these right. people, God gave it to them in their hands and still they mm. didn't take advantage of it. They were like, no, we realize, even though it never says it, it's like we realize that God is the one who's in control. He is the one who preserved our lives. Right. We don't have to worry about going through to plunder these people because right. God has got us. God's got us. Yeah. Yep. I love yep. it too, because it's like, you know, we, we didn't mention it, but basically in eight, it was an ir irrevocable decree that the Jews mm -hmm. were supposed to be eradicated on a special day. But uh, what yep. they do is they create another law because you can't turn mm -hmm. back laws. Mm -hmm. right. So they create mm -hmm. another law that, all right, Jews, y'all can stand y'all ground, man. Y'all, right. yeah, <laughs> somebody yeah, come bro. up against y'all, y'all good, throw the hands. People, boom, people that want to, uh, you know, join in with y'all can can fight with y'all as well. Right. Um, and it's so crazy, man, that that God really is is behind the scenes, like we said. But one of the things that Martin Luther said, uh, that he said, they, they asked him, like, why do you believe the Bible? Right. Mm -hmm. And he said, the Jews. Right. Because wow. it's like over and over and over again, the Jews were in trouble. The seed of the, the woman uh, that was the uh, that was supposed to crush the seed of the serpent was in jeopardy over and over. We talk about Egypt. We talk about exile. We talk about here. Persia, right. they're supposed to be dead and they survived. Mm -hmm. That's like, what I'm, the fact that the Jews exist, yeah, Christ came. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Think think of all the other more powerful nations that mm. are no longer in power, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Alexander the Great, yeah, yeah. Not, conquered most yeah. of the known world. And yeah. yeah, Persia is not in power. Rome is not in right. power. Like you think about powerful nations that were eradicated and wiped off the face of the earth. And here mm -hmm. you have the Jews right. in exile in Persia. They don't even have a standing army at this time. Mm -hmm. And what or you land. find, yeah, or land, is this story is the same as like every other story that God writes, mm -hmm. right? So it's kind of yeah. like in some ways there's a plot twist in this mm -hmm. story, uh, but it's only a plot twist for people that are not familiar with the character and nature of God. For those of us that are familiar with God, mm -hmm. how this story ends is completely on brand for what 
God does, right? And we are reminded that this is how um, every story that God writes, hear this, will ultimately end, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah, the end of God's story doesn't end with our lives. So I, mm-hmm. I think there are those of us that'll go to the grave and still not see it, but the end of the story that God writes always ends this way with the wicked getting uh, what they deserve and the righteous getting what they deserve. And the plot Mm. twist is, you know, every one of us should get what the wicked deserve. And the fact that there are even people who do not get what they deserve is, um, is a part of the wonderful story God's writing with, yeah, uh, a switcheroo that takes place at the end of this that trumps Mm -hmm. what took place here. Jesus was hung, Mm -hmm. impaled Mm -hmm. on this tree, and Satan thought that he set him up for him to go out shameful, but all that he did was really tee things up for God to get more glory than he could have. And it was the same thing with Adam and Eve. Cain and Abel, Esau and Jacob, Abram, Joshua, Moses, right? Mm-hmm. David, yeah. Solomon, and the list goes on and on and on, all the way down to, yeah, same in the life of Kim, same in the life of Keith, same in the life of John, Amen. same in the life of all of God's people. And like the, you know, like tying in Amen. as far as with Jews, the whole idea of they were hated. Like they've always been, you know what I'm saying? Like when you look throughout mm, scripture, they right. always had enemies. And so, you get to this point, you know, we were talking about where they had to issue another degree decree. There were still people in Persia. It's that were going out to fight them, which meant right. there were people who hated them. They heard what happened to Haman. Haman's death didn't stop the fact that people still hated him. It right. just his decree gave them permission mm-hmm. to act out the hatred that they already felt. And so mm-hmm. they already hated the Jews. And so right. his decree was like, okay, now we get a chance have a way to be able to get rid of these Jews and then we see God preserve them as you said time and time and time again because he had a bigger purpose there was an ultimate purpose that you know when Keith you mentioned early ultimately Jesus is going to come from this line and it just reminds us that you know it does not matter how dire situations look Mm. God is behind the scenes working things out and this whole I love the fact you know, one of the things that people were um, have struggled with that is that God isn't mentioned, but it just reminds us that even when we don't see him, right. just to know that he mm. is working behind the scenes for his people. And yeah. this, I, I love that in the story. I, I think, I think, I mean, I would go as far as to say, like, when you don't, when we, when he doesn't seem uh, present, that's when he's most at work. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when he's yeah. most at work, especially mm. think about the cross. Nobody. They're like, yeah. oh, God is done. He's it's he's over. not here, right? But mm. um, here, I think a few things just to hit on both two things. Uh, a few things you guys said. You know, ethnic hatred ain't new, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, it was here back in this day. Also, how quick the political winds changed, right? Right. Yeah. Haman was mm. just up there with <laughs> Xerxes. <laughs> All of a sudden, Mordecai's <laughs> you said Mordecai quick, so yeah. we can't put our hope there, right? Right. Um, but also. Yeah, just these reversals like, you know, Haman made a decree to wipe out all the Jews. And we see here, Haman doesn't only get wiped out, but all of his sons, too. So literally, it's a complete swap of, of, uh, you know, ends, uh, so to speak, 
of both the Jews and yeah, Haman's people. And they keep, they're very intentional throughout to make sure that you know that Mordecai is the Jew. It's Mordecai the Jew repeatedly, mm. not just Mordecai, Mordecai the Jew, Mordecai mm. the Jew, just to show the switch that he goes from the very beginning, Esther is having to hide her identity. Mordecai mm. is not necessarily telling people who he is. And when he does, it almost cost him his life and the people that he is a part of, the Jews. And then by the end, it's like, no, Mordecai is the Jew and look at what has happened to him. And he's not having to hide that anymore. It's just well known and it's more of right. a picture of what it is that mm. God has done. He has redeemed this people that were at first despised. And now he's the one that talks about, you know, God has made him famous and he what well, didn't say God, but he God has made he God has made him famous. And it says that he was highly esteemed by many of his relatives. And so just mm. again, more of the way God switched things. Mm. Yo, <laughs> this kind of just hit me. So the the dice that Heyman rolled to, right. to yes. say, like, yo, oh, yeah. I, mm. this is when we're going to get him. Right. That, it happened, the, I can't even get it out. <laughs> the day, yeah, the dice that he rolled to kill the Jews is now mm. a day that the Jews celebrate. Celebrate. Mm. Purim. Yep. Mm. You was about to say something. And then I'm going to No, no, all say for pure. Yeah, the dice. Yeah, but it's yeah. like too... Um, you know, they read the book of Esther. The Jews to this day read the book of Esther on this on this feast. Right. Mm. But not only that, the day that Christ mm. died. Yeah. Yo, the day that Christ died was a day of mourning for the disciples. And Damn. now we celebrate, celebrate Good Friday. Damn. The instrument that they used mm. to yes. kill, right? Die, die back then wow. was, was made of wood, right? Like... Mm. The, the cross, the instrument that they mm. used to kill him is, uh, right, on, bro. we don't bow down to that. But right. when we see it, it yeah. leads us to joy, right? That is a symbol of hope mm -hmm. and joy mm. and a, a promise that no obstacle, not even death, can stand in the way of God fulfilling what it is that he said he wow. would do. And so... Yeah, man. And Amen. God was behind the casting lots. The thing that we, you know, like you associate that it's gambling. Yep. You know Switch what I mean? Yep. God was behind mm. the lot casting yeah. of the lots to end up this being the situation and the day, like you said, that they celebrate. It's yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Amen. And right. I love the fact um that Mordecai um ends the way that he began like at the very beginning it shows that he has cared for esther he mm. encourages her in a position that she is in to use like you said her privilege so that it benefits other people and then the very end of it it talks about how mordecai the jew was second only to king um, xerxes yeah. and it speaks about him being famous and highly esteemed and that he continued to pursue prosperity for his people and speak for the well-being of all his descendants. And so even as he began by looking out for someone else, he ends the exact same way. Amen. He has fame, Amen. he has power, he has money, he has authority, and he uses all of that for the sake of the next generation and for people other than himself. Amen. Let's pray. Yeah. Yeah. Our Father, we thank you that even when it seems like you're not there and we felt a whole lot of what it feels like to not have you there in the course of these past 
months, through pandemic, mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. sickness, through frustrating times. But through this, God, would you remind us that even when it seems like you're not there, it's often at those times that you're hardest at work. Would you give us the confidence that you are still the same God today that you were back then? And would you remind us that we are in the middle of a story that you are writing that will ultimately end the way that every story that you write ends with your people on time?